As we start our message today, I want to ask you, what is your default picture of God? When you close your eyes, and you might even like to do that, and you just think of God, what is the default picture that comes to mind for you? For some of us, we might think of like a big, powerful, dominant God, and uh, our pictures may be well more attached to something like Greek gods and a picture of Zeus than anything else, but that kind of picture of a big, powerful God. For some of us, we might think of like an old grandpa with a big, long white beard sitting on a rocking chair, and uh, we might kind of think of someone who's sort of engaged, but kind of there when we want him, but just the rest of the time, just kind of hanging out a little bit. For some of us, our picture of God might be more of just kind of a being that's up in the clouds, and that picture of kind of the sun streaming through clouds might be the dominant picture that we have of what God is like. And this is a really, really huge question because in most things in our lives, our perceptions shape our reality. And that is certainly true in terms of our relationship with God. Our perceptions of God shape in significant ways uh, what our interactions are with God, the way that we feel about God, the way that we think that God feels about us. And throughout the Bible, we know that God is often referred to as a father, but the main reason for that is more historic because of the place of men and because of the place of fathers. Uh, But we believe that God is not male or female, but that God actually has both of the characteristics that we would define as masculine and feminine are all wrapped up in God. And we're told that we are made in God's image, all of us together, male and female, we're each made in God's image. And so it's important for us to remind ourselves that one of the pictures that we need to have of God is of those characteristics that we often attribute to the feminine side. And one of the things that I love about Mother's Day, which we should probably do far more often throughout the year, is that it does give us an opportunity to tap into those parts of God's heart that we recognise are resembled in our mums and in our spiritual mums, the people who play those roles in our lives. We have the opportunity to be able to reflect on the ways in which God plays those roles for us. And so to be able to dig into that a little bit today, we're going to have a look at Psalm 23. So if you've got your Bible with you, you can open up to Psalm 23 and uh, you can also grab your teaching notes out of your Connect newsletter uh, to be able to jot things down as we make our way through today's message. So Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honour to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honour me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. We know that David is the one who wrote this psalm, and uh, David, of course, the very famous David that we have in the Old Testament, King David, David of David and Goliath fame. And we know that in the early parts of David's life that he spent a lot of time as a shepherd. And so I can imagine David having that light bulb moment where he was suddenly sitting around one day and thinking about his role as a shepherd and what it meant for him to look after the sheep that he had and to suddenly realise that's how God feels about me. 
would have been this staggering moment for him where he's like, wait a minute, all of those things that I feel and all of those roles that I have played as a shepherd, that's exactly what God is like. And so he paints this beautiful picture for us of what a shepherd is like. And it's really important for us to remind ourselves that a shepherd in this context, and this is still true in parts of the Middle East today, is very different to what we would think of as a sheep farmer. So we know that farmers here care deeply about the animals that they look after, but it's not the same as a shepherd in that context who has a really close relationship with their sheep, knows them really, really well, and has this sense of connection with them. And so David spells out a number of different uh, roles that shepherds play that are understood in terms of the roles that God plays in our lives. And I was able to identify at least five different ways in which God plays this role of shepherd for us. The first is that with God as our shepherd, we recognise that God is our provider, that God is the one who provides everything that we need. But what's interesting is that David reminds us that God's provision for us is not just barely enough. God doesn't just give us enough to be able to scrape by, but the language that David uses here is of feasts and banquets and overflowing cups. There's this sense that God's provision for us is something that is abundant, this sense of generosity that God pours into our lives, that God doesn't want us to have just barely enough. God wants us to have more than enough. So God as our shepherd is God as our provider. We also recognise that God as our shepherd is God as our guide, that God is the one who helps to direct our path, who wants us to understand the right way to live, the right direction to head in our lives. And that sometimes that means bringing correction in our lives to say, no, 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 don't go down that path. It would be far better if you went this way instead. But God guides us and leads us into the places that he wants us to experience. God as our shepherd is also God as our strengthener, the one who renews our strength the one who gives us a sense of security, who gives us the courage to keep going, who reminds us of what we can do. And in some ways, the picture here is actually more of a strengths coach or like a personal trainer in a fitness context. Someone who comes alongside of us and says, no, no, you can keep going. You have more in you than you believe that you've got. I can see it in you. Keep going. Just another few sets, just a little bit further, just push a little bit harder. And we discover that we've got this sense of strength inside of us that we didn't realise that we had. That means that we can keep going a little bit longer. God as our shepherd is also God as our protector. That in those moments where we go through dark times, and the picture that David gives us is of walking through a deep valley where the sun is gone and it feels dark, or pictures of feeling like we're under attack, that our enemies are closing in. That in those moments where we feel like we're really struggling, God comes alongside of us as our shield and our protector, the one who guards us. And then David also reminds us that God is our shepherd means that God is our place of rest. That God wants to renew us, to refresh us, to restore us. And God wants us to experience rest in our lives. God doesn't want us to go full tilt 100% of the time. God wants us to have those moments where we just stop and where we take our shoes off, where we take some deep breaths and experience a sense of rest so that we can be refreshed and renewed. So it's really interesting that 
David isn't the only one who gives us this picture of God as a shepherd. It would make sense if David did it because, as we said, that kind of experience that he's had. But in fact, throughout the Old Testament, this is the imagery that comes up over and over and over again in the relationship that God has with the people of Israel is this picture of God as their shepherd. That God is the one who provides all of those different things for the people of Israel, their provider, their guide, their strength, their protector, the place where they can find rest. And when we think about an Old Testament context, we would normally think about other images of God. We would think about God as like a general, or we would think about God as a king, or we would think about God as a judge. Those would be images that would be more aligned with what we generally kind of think of in the Old Testament. And yet weave throughout it, we have this picture of God as a shepherd playing all of these different roles. But David actually takes that a step further and doesn't just say the Lord is a shepherd or the Lord is like a shepherd. David says the Lord is my shepherd, recognising that there is this sense of intimacy, this sense of closeness that we can have with God as our shepherd. As we then move into the New Testament and Jesus arrives on the scene, we believe that Jesus is the one who comes to show us exactly what God is like. That if we're ever wondering about the character of God or the personality of God or what God's like in any way, we turn our attention to Jesus. And sure enough, what does Jesus call himself? One of the things that Jesus says is, I am the good shepherd. Jesus reminds us, this is what this role of shepherd looks like in human flesh. Jesus comes along to show us what it looks like to play all of those roles and to say, I am your shepherd. That's one of the key roles that Jesus comes to play for us. So as we come back to the focus of today being Mother's Day, we also recognise that this role of shepherd is a beautiful picture of what our mums and our spiritual mums play in our lives. And so we're going to take a bit of time to re-enter back into those different categories. And I want to recognise the complexity that is attached to this. That I would love for you to be able to picture someone who has played this role in your life. And to be able to think about the practical examples of that. But we also recognise, as Dave said at the beginning of the service, that this is also a really, really hard day. Because today brings up a whole bunch of memories about the mums that we miss or the opportunities that we've had to be able to play these roles or the ways in which we didn't have mums who played these roles for us. And so as we go through this, I want you to be thinking about someone and it could be a grandparent, it could be a nana or a grandma, it could be an aunt, it could be a youth leader, a kids leader, a friend, someone who's a part of one of your connect groups, someone who's close to you who has played this role of mum or spiritual mum. And so I'm not going to put that caveat in every time I talk about it, but when I say the word mum, that's what I want you to be picturing, is a person who you know has played these roles for you. Because we can see that our mums do play these roles for us. And our mums can be our providers, the ones who do provide all that we need. And again, not just in a way that's kind of barely providing, but with a sense of generosity. We go over to my mum and dad's place every two weeks for dinner as a family, and I don't ever remember going over there and having my mum say, I'm sorry, unfortunately tonight there's not going to be enough food to go around, and so one of you's not going to be able to eat. Or to say, there's not really that much, so you're probably going to go home hungry because there's only just a few crackers and that's all that we've got for you. 
My mum intentionally plans what we're going to eat with the things that she knows that we love to eat and there's always plenty and there's always seconds and there's generally some leftovers for us to be able to take home as well because they know that we've got a very hungry teenage boy in our family. (laughs) But this beautiful picture that our mums often play that role of provider for us where there is this sense of overflowing generosity where they just want to give us more and more and provide for us, provide that sense of hospitality. A picture of a banquet of overflowing cups is a beautiful picture of the role that our mums play as shepherds. Mums also often play the role of guide, pointing us in the right path, helping us to understand the right way to live, being there to give us advice when we're making key decisions in our lives. Now, sometimes that can create conflict for us because the conversations that we have with our mums can end up being a little bit with some friction there. And generally, I'm sure all of us have heard different comments at different times from the people who play this role where they say, I just want what's best for you. That's generally the motivation that's there. So there is this sense where that is true, that they do want what's best for us. They want us to walk on these paths that are the best paths that we can walk on. We also recognise that our mums can play the role as shepherd in the way that they strengthen us, being able to renew our strength, give us a sense of security, giving a sense of courage to keep going. And again, that picture of a strengths coach or a personal trainer who says, no, no, I believe in you. I know that you can keep going. I know that you've got this. I know that you can do this. Our mums as shepherds can play that role of protector In those dark times that we go through where we feel like the sun has stopped shining, where we feel like our enemies are closing in around us, our mums are so often that place that we can run to where we feel a sense of protection and being able to be shielded. And so often our mums as our shepherds provide that place of rest where again we can kick our shoes off, take some deep breaths, feel a sense of being restored, refreshed, a sense of being able to come home and to be able to just be. And so this morning, we want to say to those of you who are mums and those of you who are spiritual mums, thank you. Thank you for the ways in which you play this role for so many people in your lives. And whether that is your direct family, the kids that you have, or whether that is people where you play that role of spiritual mum, we are so grateful for the ways in which you play these roles. And whenever you do, know that you are reflecting the shepherd heart of God. And that is an incredible gift to all of us. We also recognise that for some of us, again, there are times when we feel like, I haven't quite got that right. That for some of you as mums, there are times when you recognise the inadequacy of trying to play that role and the times when you make mistakes. Or the sadness that comes from missed opportunities not being able to have kids, not having kids that are around anymore, not being able to have the opportunity to play this role that you would love to be able to play. We want to remind you this morning that every time that you do that for anyone, regardless of their age, you're playing this role of shepherd and it matters and it reflects the heart of God. What's important to recognise is that even though that can feel overwhelming at times, Your role is not to be the shepherd. Jesus is the shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. And none of us have to try and be Jesus for other people. But what we want to reflect on this morning is that every time that we play these roles, 
we are actually reflecting the heart of Jesus. And the goal for all of us is ultimately to point other people to Jesus, to be able to help them to discover that Jesus is the shepherd. Jesus can be their shepherd. And all of those times where you play these roles, all of those times where you do these things, you give people a glimpse of what Jesus is like and what Jesus can be for them. And we also want to say this morning that Jesus is your shepherd. And sometimes as mums and spiritual mums, it can feel like it's all on you. It's not. Jesus is your shepherd as well. And Jesus wants to play all of these roles for you. Jesus is the one who you can go to, to be able to experience provision, to be able to experience guidance, to be able to experience strengthening, to be able to experience protection, and to be able to experience rest. Jesus wants to give all of those things to you so that you then feel like you've got enough in the tank to be able to give to other people. So we're going to take a couple of moments to just spend a bit of time reflecting on what that actually looks like. And today we're going to use two reflection questions. We generally just use one reflection question to think about things. Today we're going to have a look at this from two different perspectives. The first is to say, in what ways are you experiencing the shepherd heart of Jesus? The other question is, how can you reflect the shepherd heart of Jesus to others? So the first is to say, for all of us, in what ways are we experiencing the shepherd heart of Jesus? As we head into this week, what does it look like for us to intentionally tune in to the ways in which God is playing, uh, Jesus is playing that role of provider, of guide, of strengthener, of protector, of the one who gives us rest? And it might be something that you want to do as an intentional exercise every day to be able to pick one of those characteristics and say, today, I'm going to try and look out for the ways in which Jesus plays this role of shepherd for me. And at the end of each day, you might like to take some time to pause and to reflect just before you go to sleep, to think back over the day and to say, in what ways did I experience Jesus as my shepherd today? The goal with this is just to remind ourselves that Jesus is wanting to play these roles for us all of the time, and Jesus is often playing these roles for us, but we're often not aware of it. And so how can we tune in to be able to say, how are we experiencing the shepherd heart of Jesus? So that's part one. In what ways can you do that? As you head into this week, you might like to think about some goals that you can set around that. But the other part is then to say, how can you reflect the shepherd heart of Jesus to others? And so for those of you who are mums, to think about that, what does that opportunity look like for the people that are in your life? For those of you who are spiritual mums, to think about the people that you're connected with. But in reality, for all of us, as we head into this week, to say, where are the opportunities that each one of us have got to be able to play this role of shepherd where we're reflecting the heart of Jesus to the people around us? It could be people who are in our family, that could be people who are our neighbours, could be people in our workplace, people at school, people at uni, people who are part of our youth ministry, lots and lots of different options. But where are the opportunities that you've got this week to be able to play this role of shepherd and in doing so give people a glimpse of Jesus? So I'm going to give you a couple of moments to be able to think about that. You can spend some time talking about that with the person next to you or jotting some thoughts down. But as we head into this week, in what ways are you experiencing the shepherd heart of Jesus and how can you draw your attention to that? And how can you reflect the shepherd heart of Jesus to others? Take some time to reflect, then we'll pray and transition to communion.
Jesus, we're so grateful that you show us what God is like in so many different ways. You show us the character and the heart of God, which helps us to understand what our pictures of God can be and what our relationship with God can look like. Today in particular, we want to thank you for this beautiful picture that we have of the shepherd heart that you have and that God has for us. We thank you for these roles that you play in our lives for the way in which you provide for us, the way in which you guide us and lead us, the way in which you strengthen us, the way in which you protect us, and the ways in which you want to give us a sense of rest. We're sorry that so often because our lives are so full and we're so distracted with so many other things that we miss those times when you're offering that to us or where you are actually providing these things to us and we miss it. And as we head into this week, our prayer is that we can tune into that in greater and greater ways, that we can see how you are our shepherd, that this is your desire for us to be able to experience that. And we pray that as we do that, we would then gain insights in the ways in which we can reflect that shepherd heart to the people around us. Once again, today we want to thank you for those who are mums and spiritual mums who are part of our church family and the ways in which they do that on a regular basis. We're so grateful for the impact that they have in our lives and the ways in which they display your heart to us. But for all of us as we head into this week, we pray that you would help us to understand what it looks like to reflect these characteristics to the people who are around us and in doing so to be able to point them to you to be able to help them see that you want to be their shepherd as well. So with all of this, we ask in your name. Amen.